for joining Lighthouse Christian Temple this morning. We are located at 8201 Oak Pearsall Road in San Antonio, Texas. You can find us online at lighthousechristiantemple.org. We pray that today's word is edifying and that you become encouraged to share what you have learned. God bless you and your family. Now let's get ready for the good news. I spoke to Yoli in the, in the phone and she called me and it was an accident. And I said, nothing is an accident. Everything is a purpose. Can I hear an amen? And uh, I told her, well, you know, you need to come and visit us. And she said, well, I'll go Sunday. Well, we're having church tonight. And, uh, you know, why, why not tonight? And she said, okay, then I'll try. And I said, well, well let's pray. And she made it. So I'm very, very happy to see her. Uh, tonight, because I did tell her, I'm going to be looking out for you, and I did. And so she's here. She's a woman of her word. She gave her word, and she's here. So I appreciate that very much. I met Jesse. Jesse came, and he accepted the Lord tonight. Yeah. Yeah. the Lord. It's a blessing. Uh, Tonight has just been a blessing. It's just everything is, is just... You know, uh, 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 you know, his plan is, is fulfilling and, and everything is falling into place. Can I hear an amen? Everything amen. is falling into place. So I'm just excited that, that uh, we're in the presence of the Lord and that God is doing some great things. And how many of you believe that God is doing some great things in your life? You know, sometimes we need to pause a little bit and look at our lives and maybe you're not where you need to be, but you're not where you used to be. And you need to be grateful for those things. Because, you know, we look at things and every day is a blessed day. Every day is a new day. And every day is an opportunity. So every day is something awesome, something incredible. And um, I got an opportunity to minister to some people today and and I was just very, very pleased to be able to minister to some people because God gave me a voice, and my voice is for his purpose and to serve him. Can I hear an amen? amen. But enough talking because I got to finish this sermon uh, tonight because I started something Sunday morning, and I'm planning to finish it tonight. Amen. All right? So uh, I, I told the people Sunday morning, if you want to hear it, you need to be here Wednesday so you can receive a double portion of the Lord. So it's, I'm excited about it. So the title of this sermon is Living Above Average. Let's read it in concert. Let's go ahead and read it together. Live, living Above Average. You know, I think about it because most people are living their lives in a comfort zone. They're just living life. You know, I, I'm just living. Well, God didn't create you and me just to live a simple life. You know, I, 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 I talked about uh, uh, Sansom, you know, he was special. But the problem with him is that he was trying to fit in. 
He was trying to fit in, and so he was trying to look for love in all the wrong places, and he was trying to fit in where that's not where God called him, because God has called us to be different. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. We're born in this world, but we're not here to stay. We're just here temporary, and, and God says, this is, this is not your place. This is not your place. So look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, don't get too comfortable here. Don't get too comfortable here because we're just here for a season. We're just here for a while. We're just here for a while. And, and that's why people get so comfortable in this world, and they get so comfortable in their homes and their cars and whatnot. And um, all these material things are, are, are good. Now, they're not evil. They're not bad. Money's not bad. The love of money is bad. You see? And the thing is that we need to teach how to be strong. Because in life, how many of you know that things are going to happen to you? You know? And, 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 and the thing is that you, can, you cannot get too comfortable. You can't live in a, in a comfort zone. We're called to live above average. We're not just average people. All right? Turn to the person next to you and say, you're not called to be average. You're not called to be average. You know, I, I, I get excited about things like this because I know that I'm not an average person. And when people get to know me, I'm not just your typical person because I'm different. And I've always strived to do uh, uh, things differently. And uh, I always tell the Lord to give me the power and the strength to be different. You know, because my, 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 me being above average needs to bring glory to him and not right. to myself. Yes, amen. You see, because we got, we, you know, God gives you talents, God gives you a lot of things, but it's not to glorify yourself, but it's to glorify the Lord. Can I hear an amen? Amen. And so I want to real quickly, because don't try to fit in. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't try to fit in. Don't try don't to try. fit in. Don't try. No, 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 no. Learn to be different. Learn to be different. And I'm going to show you something in Revelation. I'm going to go a little bit fast because I do want to finish today. So I'm not going to get into some stories. I'm just going to get with, to, through, through some facts. So Revelation chapter 3, verse 15, real quickly, look at what it says. Pastor Letty. I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. Mm, you know, you're not, you're not tasty, you know. God is saying, don't be, don't, don't be lukewarm, all right? Don't, don't, don't be one of those people that is one foot out and one foot in, you know. And the reason that, you know, how many of you have heard or seen people that they want to, to change, they want to change. You know, they, the people want to change. And people come to me and they say, Pastor, I want to change. Well, the only way you're going to change if you stop being one foot out and one foot in. Come on. The only right. reason you're going to change if you're going to just come on over and stay over here. You, you, you can't go over here, you know, here, and over here. And, you know, some people, you know, they're, they're like, well, I'm going to go to this, but I'm going to be here and over here. Well, then stay over there. And they get mad at me. They get mad at me. But, Pastor, but I'm over here. Well, if you're going to be with us, stay with us. 
If you're going to move with us, move with us. You know, if we're going to do something, let's do it together. You know, because we need to be steadfast. And that's the problem with society. And that's the scripture says, don't be lukewarm. Make up your mind. Turn to the person next to you and say, make up your mind. Make up your mind. You're not tasty. You're not, you're not, you're just, if you can't make up your mind, you know, uh, you know, that's why marriages are destroyed because they don't, they can't make up the mind what they want. Can I hear an amen? You know, one day they're in love and they get married and six months later, they're not in love no more. What happened? What happened? What happened is that you distant yourself from the true love, from the true love. And true love is, is something that you need to maintain. You, you need to maintain that excitement. You, you need to maintain that fire. You need to maintain you, if, if, a job. You know, you need to maintain your job. You need to maintain your family. You need to maintain yourself. You, you, you have to make up your mind what you want to do in life. You can't be lukewarm. If you, if you want to live above average, then you're going to have to make some commitments. Come on, say it. Can I hear an amen? amen? So the first step that we see uh, uh, living a life of being above average, let's go ahead and read it in concert. Set some what? Set some fresh, exciting goals and boundaries. Goals and boundaries. A lot of people have goals, but they can never, can I say it? Stick to the goals because they never put boundaries. Uh-oh. If, if, if you're going to do something, you, you got to start and finish it. If you're going to build a deck, it looks ugly halfway done. You got to finish it so it'll look beautiful. If, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're going to do something, you know, that, that's what I, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of things in this world that that really bothers me and it, it, it and I feel that Christians don't understand living a life above average because they set goals but they don't set boundaries. Right. They have no boundaries. You know, you, you if in a Christian life you have to have boundaries. Yes. If you make a commitment, I made a commitment to the Lord. And let me tell you something. One of the hardest things to do is to stay with the boundaries. Yep. Yep. It, it, it is. It is. And throughout the Bible, when you read the Bible, the, 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 the Christians, the disciples, all these people that had problems is because they, had, they, they, they couldn't stay in their boundaries. They get out of boundaries. And when you get out of it, then you lose your goal. You lose your focus because what you were aiming for is no longer. So, so you know, it, 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 some people live a comfort, a comfort uh, zone. They live in the comfort zone. Others live in a difficult zone. Somebody say amen. amen. And, and some live in a delusional zone. They like... And, and they, they think that, that, that they can do, you know, what the things that they're not called to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
You know, you, 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 you can't be there, you know. People are just, you know, after a while, you know they're fake. Have you ever seen a fake person? Just look at the Facebook and you'll find them. And they're not real people because they're not living their life in reality. See, I got I to, gotta, you know, one of the things I, I made up my mind when I was a Christian and a young buck, 18 years old, well, actually younger than that. But I made up my mind. See, and I set my mind in, in, in high goals and I had high boundaries. And the, let me tell you something. I have to testify because it was not easy to stay in those boundaries. I've always wanted to be a leader, but how many of you know that being a leader does not come easy? You have to have boundaries. You have to make commitments. You have to stick with it. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be in and out. Either you're going to be a Christian, you're going to be a Christian. I love people. You know, one of the things, if a lot of people come to this church and a lot of people have come here, I want to be a leader, I want to be a leader, I want to be a preacher, you have no idea what you're asking. And I just smile. I just, mira, quiere ser pastor. Hmm. You, you, you have no idea because now people see people in, 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 in TV and they see all these famous preachers and singers and, and they start in the church and then from the church they, live, they leave the church and they go into the world because they have no boundaries. Because now they have money, they have fame. I'm famous. You know, I've seen some pastors, they, they have little bitty church and they think they're famous. Carry my briefcase. Open my door. It, they, they, they act like the president. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm different, you know. I, I, you know, I like to be real. I like to be just simple. And I know I'm not a famous person. I'm nobody without Christ. And I have to teach you reality. I have to be honest with you. I have to be open with you because you have to set goals. You have to set goals. in the small little things, Ralph, is, it, are the ones that count. The, the, the present is what counts. It's being there. You, you, you know, everybody wants leadership. Everybody, but, but nobody wants to pay the price. People come to this church. Well, I was a deacon in this church. Well, that's, you were a deacon in that church. But our deaconship here is different. Our leadership is different. We come in, and it's all about serving the people and loving the people. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody said, I don't know. But God has called us to be different. If you want to be, if you want life, if you want your life to be above average, you're going to have to be different. You have to, you know, uh, set fresh and, and new goals, and then you have to set your boundaries. You have to set your boundaries. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you're aiming. You got to go, you got to know what you're going after. Can I hear an amen? Everybody's looking at me pretty confused. I don't think this is a confused sermon. It's very simple. I'm a simple person. We are simple people. 
Can I hear an amen? Which brings me to the second one real quick, Pastor Leticus. I don't want you to be like Pastor Lara, taking forever. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. Somebody say, let's go. All right, second, look at what it says. I just want to add something to his... Uh, add it. Really quickly. When you said boundaries, sometimes people or some of your own habits are not going to be within those boundaries. Mm. It's not just staying within those boundaries, but sometimes when you draw the line and you have boundaries, you're going to have to shut people out because they, they're not meant to be within those boundaries. Mm. And that's the hardest thing because these are people that you've been close to. These are friends. These are family members that you've been close to. And we want to force them in there, but you can't make something fit that wasn't meant to fit. Mm. And so you're never going to reach the goal if you keep opening doors that are not meant to be opened. You have to stay within the boundaries that God has given you. And so God tells you, are you going to keep walking? Are you going to keep going on the boundaries that I have given you? Or are you going to keep chasing and going out of the boundaries or letting other people in and corrupting what God has given you? Mm. So that, I just wanted to add that because we have to think about what do I need to exclude so that I can move forward. What do I need to let go of? Amen. That's good, babe. So number two, have an ongoing encounter with God. In other words, we need to be what? Steady. Yes. We need to be steady. Somebody say, you need to be steady. You need to be steady. I better not say that. But we need to be steady. Can I hear an amen? Steady people will go further than normal people. Above average. When you you stay focused and steady, you're going to go somewhere. You're going to go somewhere. You, you, right. you, you know, because when you stay focused and you stay steady in what you are doing and what you want to accomplish. You know, I was talking to a man that he wants to break away. He wants to start fresh and new. And somebody say amen to that. Yeah. But the, the, the first thing that I told him, first, you can't do this by yourself. Second, you got to do it with Christ. Third, God is the only one that can change you. And you have to be steady with the Lord. Here's the problem that most people and most Christians, can I say it, are not steady people. Right. They're not steady. You know, we, we, you, 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 we, sometimes we're steady in everything else. We're very steady in our jobs. We're very committed to our jobs. I mean, we, we, we're just committed to it. We're very committed to our school. You know, we were committed to the schools, and I see my daughters, my children, they dress my grandkids, and they're ready, and they, and they prepare the, the, their clothes uh, for the morning. You know, and, and I, I just, you know, I, I think about this because as long as we've been married, which we've been married for a long time, my wife was a type of woman, she, she always prepared the kids' clothes for Sunday school. She, she had everything ready. She, she, she just got up, set the alarm, and boom, los parqueaba. Everybody was in park and line. 
Vámonos. She was steady on it. Steady on it. Steady in, 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 in being in, in, in the house of the Lord. Steady, steady. My kids can tell you, they, 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 they didn't watch normal cartoons. Their cartoons were, were Moses and, and Jesus, and they, they, they knew all the Bible stories because she was already feeding the children a daily teaching, even with the TV. Steady, steady, steady. Steady, steady, steady. Steady, steady, steady. Always been steady. We, we preach on it because we live it. We preach Amen. on it because we live it. Now, I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I've never, I've never say that I'm perfect. I'm not talking perfection. But when I'm talking about steady, how many of you know that when you're steady, you get better and better and better and not better and better and better? You get better. You get, you get closer to the Lord. You get stronger with the Lord. And, 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 and you live above average because you're not living like the rest of the people. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Are you guys learning something this morning? Amen. And, and, and look at, look at, look at, look at, because, because you, you have to be steady, right? In, 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 in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, look at what it says. When, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Now, I say this, check this out, Zunika, because they were average people. Yes. They were just, Mikey, they were just average people. You know, the disciples were just like you and I, average people. But when they began to be steady with the Lord, they, be, they began to be, what, about, above average. Extraordinary. They began to do things they had never done before. Yes. Why? Because oh. they were not walking under their own influence. They were walking in the influence, in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. They, were, they started walking with Jesus, so they began to talk different. They began to believe different. They began to understand things differently. They began to, 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 to receive the power that God was releasing. And do you know that every time you come to a meeting like, he, like this, God is releasing power into your life? Amen. Yes. Amen. Hey, how many of you know that your friends will release confusion? Oh, come on. Too much church, equal, too much hallelujah. Pastor just wants you to be there. And, oh, you know, yeah, commitment, oh, I don't know about that, man. It equals too much and too much work. And, too, and God is here. God is everywhere. How many of you know that, that Satan talks to you that way? That the Bible says that the enemy, that the devil is crouching at your door. Ready to devour, ready to come in, ready to slip in. And then they start talking bad about the church or talking bad about whoever's in the church. Or they start doubting you and you get discouraged. Bringing you down. Then, then you say stuff like, well, I ain't changing. I'm still the same. Well, let me tell you something. You are changing. 
Amen. God is, every time you come in, God is working into your life. God is working for you. God is doing something in your life. And before you know it, you're, you're talking different and you're acting different. There's a young lady where I work out in the YMCA, and I told her, I told her, I looked at her and I said, man, God has a special calling in your life. Because she's always exciting. She's always ministering. I see you just talking to people. Just talking to people, and when I hear her speaking of the Lord, and I encourage that, I encourage, I encourage her, and I said, "God has a calling for you because it's very evident." How many of you know that it's very evident when 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 you are are moving under the influence of of Christ? How many right, of you amen, know amen. that that people will see it in you? Yes, Amen. People will see it in you. People will see the light. You see, the Bible says, I am the light of the world. And when Christ comes in you, you become the light of this world because God is in you. Can I hear an amen? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We read that scripture all the time, but do you believe it? And do you stand on it? Are you different or do you want to be just like normal people? Blending in. Blended in. Stagnant people. How many of you know that stagnant water kills? And then we see the movement of the Christians and the disciples, those that are really founded in God, those that are really interested in moving for Christ and doing for Christ, and they're excited about, about doing something for the kingdom. How many of you are excited about doing something for the kingdom of God? Amen, amen. We need, to, we need to change our mentality. We need to change our stinking thinking and change it into something positive. We need to be positive people. We need to be people that we're going to go after some great things. Can I hear an amen? amen? Which brings me to point number three. Look at what it says real quickly. Avoid the path of least resistance. Everybody wants to avoid the path, the hard path. or the hard path. Uh, uh, pass where, where you got to go through it. To, the, they want the easy road. They don't want the hard road. Come on. They want everything easy. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Turn to the person next to you and look at them confused. Like, uh, <laughs> Let me say, let me, let, let, me, let me explain something real quick because everybody wants to go through the easy road, the, 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 the road that is, 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 is wide, that everybody's going through it. But the narrow road, very few people will choose that road. Why? Because going up to the mountain is not easy. Remember the preaching of the mountain? Only those that were committed will go up the mountain. Only those that are committed will experience the power and the love of Christ and the joy of the Lord in their life. Even when you go through trials and tribulations. Even when you go through, 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 through the road of Via de la Rosa. 
Even when things don't go your way, you're going to be strong because God is with you. And you know what? The narrow path is not easy. So Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, look at what it says. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, that is at work within us. Mm. You know, you... Something just came up to my mind. I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been a supervisor. I've had some employees. I've had a couple of workers that work for me. And in fact, I was an employee myself. But in my job, I was always striving to give my, bo- my boss more than what he asked. It's good. And, 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 and as a boss, I enjoyed those workers that gave me more than what I asked. How many of you ever had those, even your children, even in your life, even right now, you, when, 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 when you have more than, than three kids, four kids, how many of you know what I'm talking about? If you got more, more than one, the one kid, just raise your hand. You got two, three kids, you know what I'm talking about. That one kid that gives you more than what you ask, if you ask that, 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 that baby girl, baby girl, wash the dishes for me, and she washed the dishes, and then she mops the floor <laughs> and cleans the table, and, and you come in, oh, the dishes are done. Mm, oh, it smells good. It smells like... Pine saw in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, what happened? And, and, and the baby girl says something like, Dad, you asked me to wash the dishes, but I did the floor too. And I cleaned the table. You faint. Are you, do, do you want me to cook for you? You see, you see, in, in my life, you know, you living in the reason that, that, that we have been steady for many years, because I asked my wife for 10 tacos and she gave me 15. Es ese amor. Le dije, mamacita, dame unos 10 taquitos y me conformo con 10. Ah, hombre, tú comes mucho, déjate, date 15. Y si, y si no te caben, regala cinco. Well, I'm very pleased. See, you, 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 you're very pleased when you have somebody, when you ask for something and they give you more than what you ask. Right, above and beyond. I had a young man that came and, 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 and cleaned, you know, and helped me. He needed some work. And I said, well, you know, Watch my car and, and, and I'll bless you. But he went beyond the average. He didn't just wash my, my car. He waxed it and he cleaned it up and, and he made it smell good. And, 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 you know, whatever he charged me, I said, here's extra. Why? Because he blessed me. He gave me more than what I asked for. And when you, when you find those kind of people, you, you get attached to those people. Those are people, those are signs of leadership. 
Yes. Those are signs of, of uh, above average. When you find people that are committed, steadfast, it's above average. It, 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 it's not what, what you, you know, it's how you do things, how you work, it's how you come. You know, sometimes people come with a lot of joy. I love people that they come real joyful, happy people. Can I hear an amen? Those people that, hey, pastor, and they get all rev. Oh man, I love it. And it pumps my heart. It gets me more. It gets me going. You know, yes, because sir. they're bringing more than what you ask. They're not ordinary people. They're above average. Above average. And I wonder, I just wonder, I'm just wondering right now are you above average? Come are on. you just a normal person? Are you just in the comfort zone? Or are you above average? Can I hear an amen? amen. I, 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 are you guys receiving something? Amen. Amen. It's amazing. It's amazing what, what, what you have in you. It's amazing what you have in you. Because you appreciate, you know, when others go above the simplicity, when they do more for you. you, you I, I just, you know, I, I, I get attached to people that go and do more for the church. You know, when, you know, when you do for the church, you're doing it for me. I get blessed. And I, I see the people here that are here, and, and they're working, and, and they're, you know, and some of these people are not even in leadership, but they're giving to the Lord. They're excited about the Lord. And then they get other people involved. They're working hard. They're working hard. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I get excited, you know. We had all this chili last night. Woof, woof, woof. They went above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> above and beyond. See, we have to have this. We've got to change our mentality of just being average people. We need to be above average. And let me say this, for the Lord. For the Lord. You know, God, Jesus gave his life for you. That's above average. He gave his life for you, for your family, for your children. And, and, and this, this life that we have is just a drop in the ocean. It's just a drop in the ocean. Because one day we're just going to wake up, boom, and we're going to be in the presence of, of the Lord, and we're going to receive eternal life. Eternal life. But the one question God is going to ask you and me, how did you live your life? Right, amen. How did, how, how did you live your life? What did you do with, with the life that I gave you? What did you do with the children I gave you? What did you do with the marriage I gave you? Just stay real quiet, okay? Just, 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 just. Which brings me to point number four. What does it say? Take risks even if things don't pan out. Now, I kind of like this one because this one is a little bit confusing here. 
it's a little bit confusing because you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, most people that start a business, right? And some people don't make it, but they learn from their mistakes. Yes, amen. You know, nothing goes in vain. You know, people, I, I lost my business, I lost this, I lost that. But it, you know what? You learn from those mistakes because the next step you take, you're going to take it differently. Yes. You're going to take it differently. Right, it, right, when right. you make mistakes in your marriage, the next step, you're going to be a little bit more careful. When you, when you have the first kid, you know, you're all excited about the first child. Don't raise your hand. Like when I had Laura, she was my firstborn, and all we, do, all we did was carry her. After a while, that became annoying. <laughs> we, all she wanted to, to be, all she wanted is to be carried. And if I didn't carry her, she would throw a fit. So when Andy came, I didn't do that. And Andy was one of the quietest. quietest. He just asked for his little bottle. We put a little bassinet in there. We threw him in there and put some toys in like he was never there. <laughs> and sometimes my wife, hey, did, did we feed him already? Oh, no, I never forgot to feed him. Laura reminded me. He was very quiet. And then the, the third one came, and then the fourth one came, and we got, we, we became experts. <laughs> like, my mama had eight kids. My mama would say stuff like, si no lloran sangre, no tiene nada. <laughs> That's what she would say, because she had too many kids. She'd say, hey, man, if they're not crying blood, they're okay. Let them cry. Let them throw a fit, and he'll learn it. You know, and, and we, we learned we learn from the good and from the bad. Because everybody sees the bad. Everybody sees the bad, and everybody don't like the bad. But you learn from it. You learn from your addictions, and you come out of it, and you learn not to do it again, and not to go there anymore. Oh, come on. Amen, come amen, on. amen. You learn it. You learn it. Some of you, some of you, you, you know, you didn't budget your money and you swipe all the credit cards and you were in bankruptcy and now you know. Stay away from it. Right? Because you learn it and you, 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 you take risks, risk and now you know which ones to take, which ones not to, not to take and where to jump. When you're going to jump, you know, I, t I can tell you right now, I, you know, I used to jump all kinds of uh, 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 rivers and all kinds of stuff. And, but if you tell me to jump somewhere right now, I'm going to think twice about it. But I took all those risks when I was young, and I knew when to do it, when not to do it. I bought this building, true story. We had that little building. And I took a risk. And I said, Robert, I said, I'm, I'm going to buy this. This is where God wants me to be. So I went all excited. 
I told my wife, I told my kids, we're going to go see this building. I told, I told the leaders, and they really, where is it at? And when I came, they had no wall, just studs. It was ugly, trash all over the place. And everybody said, don't do it. What is wrong with you? Can I go deeper? Even Lara told me, don't buy that. And I, I said, I'm going to do it. And we're going to fix it. And we're going to start that church here. And this is where I need to be. This is where God is calling me. And, 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 the, and the truth is that nobody was able to stop me. Nobody. Because it was a God thing. It was a amen, God thing. Amen. And after we got in here, boom, we started fixing it. We started working on it. And we all got together. And then after, we came in an agreement, right, man? We came together because my wife said, well, even if you, even if I don't agree with you, but we can agree and disagree, and we're going to work it together. We're going to do it. So then I got everybody excited. And then when we finished the building, everybody was excited. Oh, man, this is where we need to be, and I'm glad we chose this. <laughs> How many of you know what I'm talking about? It is a beauty. It's, 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 you, you, you have to. You know what I'm talking about? When, when you become a Christian, everybody is afraid of taking a risk. Should I testify? They might reject me. They might call me a hallelujah. I mean, me vale crackers. You, 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 what's your name? And you know that, that God is here. Can you feel the presence? Oh, and we're working out in the gym. And, and all we do is talk about God. And we go to restaurants and make friends everywhere. Amen. Make friends everywhere. I went to a restaurant. I made a friend in a restaurant. And then he gave me his personal number and said, Sir, just call me and I'll prepare a table for you and your family. Am I right or wrong? Again, thank you for joining us. Our hope is that the word the Lord has given us to share with you truly creates change, not only in your heart, but to anyone you share this with. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. How beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news. Have a blessed day.